Internet. Hello, Internet. How's it going, Internet? It's been a long time. It hasn't been that. It's been a week and a half. A whole week and a half. Because Derek had to go be romantic, which you probably already all know this from the Internet. Uh, yeah. Derek posting pictures of him kissing his... You guys girlfriend boyfriend? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Are you guys girlfriend boyfriend? Yeah, we've, we've had the discussion. Are you just saying that because she listens to the podcast? No, we're like legit girlfriend boyfriend. So did you like to let all the girls know that you're off the table now? Yeah, I did that even before. Were you like, ladies? Can't have Derek anymore. I did that like pretty much immediately after meeting this chick. Nice. Like, not even meeting her in person. Nice. That's old school. It's like, you know when people, like, your grandparents are like, oh, when I met your grandma, I knew I was going to marry her. And you're like, what? That doesn't exist. It's actually hokey as shit. But, like, and I don't, I don't, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I know I'm going to marry this person. Shit. You know, (laughs) you know how I know you really like her? Because I heard you talk to her on the phone. Because I get deeply uncomfortable when and, any... And you used your, I really like you voice. You know how, like, dudes, when they're on the phone and they're talking to their friends, are like, eh, fuck you, <laughs> But when they talk to girls, they're like, actually, uh, hi. coincidentally, the once most famous uh, philosopher Nostradamus predicted that all humans, and they use this, like, I'm totally a smart person and... I am a smart person. I have empathy for other humans' feelings voice. It's funny because she listens to the podcast, so she knows what I'm actually like. So, like, is she as surprised by you? That was like that one time we were going to do something and I called you and you were at work and you answered the phone all, like, with your work voice. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you at work? Is this your work voice? And you said yes. And I laughed and you were like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a work voice. Yeah. I have a girlfriend voice. Yeah. Oh, I I do want to. So to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. We're going off on a tangent before this motherfucker has even been introduced. Derek. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We might as well just call this tangent factory. So it was. (laughs) (laughs) We should actually consider a rebrand at this point. Then that would be like everybody who was like scared to jump in and be like, I don't know if I could use more negativity. Outrage is a bit much. But if they're like, I like tangents. <laughs> I like Dale and Derek just rambling about random shit. Uh, I did. So as soon as I met this girl, I had yeah. that like that. So I was dating. Yeah. People. And I had like a, like a, I don't want to say a string because that kind of describes. But I was just like, I was dating some people. Very nice. And I was like. Not really. I was like, ah, am I ready for a relationship? I don't really know if I'm ready for a relationship. You know what's the best way to say this? Is just say I was Chandler binging it. Is that a, is from Friends? Proper because every girl watches Friends. Every girl our age has watched the whole seat, the whole series multiple times, and Chandler Bing could never commit to a girl because he would always find faults because he was uncomfortable putting himself out there and opening himself up to someone because he was scared of being uh, like turned down. So he had like uh, what's that? Like uh, a Defense. desertion complex uh, where he like or aban- was, or abandonment yeah, issues. Yeah. He was so scared of girls leaving him that he would preemptively leave them. Yeah. But that's not what I was. 
I know, but I'm saying, so he did that through the series. And then when him and Monica finally hooked up, they like were super in love and they stayed together forever. Yours isn't exactly a Chandler Bing thing because you have no baggage whatsoever. <laughs> well, hey. Okay, yeah, no, that's because Kate fair. listens to this, right? She, I don't actually know if she does. I think well, she anyways, listened to one episode. Let's, let's just cover our okay. asses. So you have no emotional baggage or issues with people in charge or whatever, but you could just explain away how you were like, because if you're like, oh, I was trying girls out to see if I liked them, but I didn't. That sounds bad. Makes you sound like a bad guy. Trying them out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was just like dating. Yeah. And I was like, I liked the people I was dating. Yeah. The f- what was that? Fuck. What? Oh, that was my computer. Sorry. Um, I liked the people I was dating. Yeah. But I was still like, not ready for a relationship. Like Chandler Bing. Okay. But it wasn't for like, I wasn't like scared to date. I was just like not super feeling it. And then I met this girl. And even though she lives in fucking Philadelphia, which is a logistical nightmare. Do you want, do you want to like unpack this and talk like therapy wise about this? No, because that's not what the podcast, this is not therapy factory. Do you factory. want to talk this about is, how? Also, I've already the, talked about it with my therapist. Oh, so I was going to say, what maybe the distance factor actually helps you because it lets you commit at a slower pace where it's not as big of an emotional investment for you because she's so far away. You could be like, I could give myself to this girl, but we have so far in between like meetings and physical distance that we have the ability to talk about things and work anything out before it actually turns into a fight or anything. Yeah. I will say that's actually a huge benefit of the long distance thing is that like basically all we have is our communication yeah. Which is fucking great. Yeah. Um, and it's really forced us to like actually get to know each other instead of like just being like, oh, we're going to distract ourselves with this fucking pointless activity and then go have like mindless sex for an hour. An hour? Or whatever people have <laughs> sex for. I don't know. <laughs> Bags of sand? <laughs> go have mindless sex for three to five minutes. Uh- <laughs> Wait, do people have sex for an hour? I don't. I, I mean... Is that a thing that happens? Like collectively over the course of okay, wait. a sexual encounter. Let me. We're re- not talking actual like penetration. Welcome to episode fucking whatever this wait, is wait, about wait. Rage Factory. Let, let me rephrase that question. Do people have sex for an hour past their mid 20s without drugs? Like, oh, wait. Are we talking like uh, penal vaginal penetration sex or just like. Oh, you could probably do it. Are you like. Too, if you're like. Are you, you like. Do it? Foreplay. And then actual sex, and then, like, after play. I don't know, like... And then maybe actual sex again. Because if foreplay and postcoital cuddling actually count for the time period that you can say I had sex for, that would greatly be- benefit me because if you just tell a girl, yeah, I'm good for about 15 to 20 minutes of, like, mediocre... Not gorilla sex, maybe like orangutan sex. Because gorilla sex makes it sound like you're just fucking sprinting on a treadmill sex. Whereas, I don't sprint on treadmills. I'll just say that as the nicest, least gross way of saying that. So, but if I get to count the foreplay. That was the least gross way of saying that. Well, if you, if you girls don't want to see, hear you say, 
Don't just don't. Wherever okay. you're gonna escalate yeah. this, no, dude, don't just, do it. You just I don't sprint on the treadmill. That's the nicest way to say you don't have crazy hard sex. Like jackrabbit sex. Like in pornos. Jackhammer sex? Jackrabbit yeah. sex? Have you watched a porno lately? Every time I watch a porno now, it just hurts my back. Like, they're on the couch. <laughs> the girl's got all of her weight on his knees. Like, she's not even, like, on the couch or feet on the ground. Her knees are on his knees. And he, like, lifts her up and then thrusts super fast. And I'm like... Does this guy have an elastic band for a spine or are all of his discs just like fused? It's a requirement to be a porn star now is you have to have uh, an elastic spine and be able to jizz on command. Do you think they give these guys epidermals like they give pregnant women (laughs) just so their backs don't hurt? Uh, Okay. Anyways, uh, I met a girl. I like her a lot. The end. What? Sorry. I just said we're on episode 82. <laughs> Welcome to episode 82 <laughs> of fucking Outrage Factory hey. or Tangent Factory. Yes. Whichever you prefer. Uh, I'm your host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other host, Dale DeRuder. And we're going to take a look, allegedly, at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. Though what we'll probably end up doing is just talking about random shit, whatever pops into our head, because we're both... Uh, have severely afflicted with uh, ADHD. Yeah. The end. So if you're angry about this podcast and me talking about how I don't sprint on the treadmill, you can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or and we'll talk about that on the next episode of this podcast because that's Mail, what we do. Mailbag has been kind of lacking lately. We did get some hot, hot tips. Uh, we're going to talk about him in the early part of the episode. Uh, first up, Tyler Perry, uh, M- M- Medea, Medina, Medina. Wait, Medea. Yeah, you're right. Medea. Wait, Medea. I've never seen a Medea movie in my life. Derek, neither have I. Oh, that seems like it would be right up your alley. You like no, all that, it like doesn't? Yeah, you love like Paul Blart Mall Cop yeah. and fucking Wayans Brothers shit. And this just seems like whoa, another. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do not be smirched the Wayans Brothers. Okay, there were some good Wayans Brothers shit, like yeah. Scary Movie. All yeah. the scary movies were good. Yeah, fucking like White White Chicks. I never watched that. Ah, that's why you still like the Wayans Brothers. Yeah, because I saw that and I was like, that looks horrible. I'll just not watch that. Coincidentally. That's what I said to all of Tyler Perry's movies. Like, all of Tyler Perry's movies look like that one, um, what the fuck's that guy? Happy Madison. Why can't I remember his name? Adam Sandler. Yeah. All of Tyler Perry's movies look like that one Adam Sandler movie where he played him and his fat sister. I didn't watch that because it looked horrible. Does this movie actually exist? Yeah. Yeah. It was like... It was, I think it was the first movie that Sandler made where everybody's like, yeah, he's just phoning it in now. Now it's like Adam Sandler makes a movie and everybody's like, this is stupid. I'm not even watching it. I don't know how Medea movies or even movies like that, which I guess they can anymore, but with like all this awareness around like trans people, yeah, you can't just be like, oh, it's a dude dressed up as a woman and that's funny just on the, on the basis of that alone. Hey, he's not dressed up as just a woman. He's dressed up as a fat old woman. Yeah, that kind of seems to be, it's like you take a skinny young guy and dress him as, yeah. up as a fat old woman, and it's hilarious. Derek, I'm going to let you in on a little secret about life. People only pretend to be offended by all this shit on the internet, but in real life, 
They still think it's hilarious. This is why all this like PC virtual signaling is annoying is because nobody actually gives a shit. They're just so scared that other people actually give a shit that they pretend to care. They just want the internet to believe that they're virtuous people. When really they're in their house laughing at Adam Sandler playing his own sister. Yeah. I don't don't think anyone's actually laughing at that. I think a bunch of people laugh. Maybe not that. But Tyler Perry movies are hugely popular because he owns a fucking private jet, which he flies around in. And he has, there's like more, there's probably almost as many Medea movies as there is Fast and the Furious movies. Uh, Yeah, I think there might actually be more. So Tyler Perry, star of the uh, hit Medea, whatever, series of movies, uh, posted, I guess this is Instagram. Uh, I'm in a hotel in Minneapolis on Medea's farewell tour. I saw this and got mad as hell. They can't be serious, right? Nine dollars. He posted a picture of two bottles of Fiji water in his hotel, priced at nine dollars a pop. Uh, and then just like went on this unhinged rant about it for like probably 40 to 50 words. Wow. Word. 40 to 50 words <laughs> on, on social on, media. On, on, about, he must really care. So, uh, first I'd like to congratulate Tyler Perry on his first ever stay in a hotel because <laughs> <he did. laughs> things in hotels are overpriced. <laughs> what? It's like he's never hit the mini bar. Maybe he just sleeps on his fucking... Pri- like, how much did your private jet cost, Tyler Perry? Because yeah. I bet it was more than $9. Also, I would like to know, when was the last time he actually paid for something and didn't just be like, get his assistant to call ahead and give them his, like, credit card number and then him just never having to look at money? Yeah. Like, is if you were rich... Would you even give a fuck about $9 bottles of water or would you just live in a moneyless world where you don't have to worry about everything because you have an assistant who just gets everything and then eventually steals your money? I feel like I care. So here's the thing about the assistant. The assistant is a buffer between me and the real world. So I don't actually understand economics or how things are priced. Yeah. So when I actually come face to face with a price tag on something like hotel water for the first time ever, it blows my fucking mind right out of the back of my head. Do you think that's it? Like he's never, I bet he'd walk into a clothing store and be like $40 for a shirt. What the fuck is this? I thought this shit was free. Meanwhile, he's probably paying like $20 for like some weird, obscure spring water. And he doesn't even know because like you said, the assistant handles it. Oh my God. That's so funny. Uh, I will hotel water. So the bottles of water in a hotel, and I'm convinced this is true, exist exclusively for hungover people. Yeah. Because the only person who's going to crack that $9 bottle of water instead of walking down the street to a 7-Eleven or a CVS or whatever the fuck else is there yeah. and just buying like one of the fucking like liter jugs of water for a yeah. dollar is a person who got way too shit faced the night before yeah. and they're lying there in bed and they're like, if I don't drink water, I'm literally going to die. Yeah. I will pay this $9. I don't even care at this point. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> or those are the only people. How many times do you think somebody drank this $9 bottle of water and then didn't know how much it cost or whatever and then later got the bill for like whatever nine times seven is because they drank, <laughs> they drank seven little, bottles of water. Yeah, because they're little bottles of water. Okay, they're so like, this one, if you look at the picture, it's pretty obvious those are $9. 
Yeah. But I see your point because whenever I'm in a hotel room and sometimes I'll have the complimentary water bottles there yeah. and you're like, I'm always like, is this going to be a $50 charge? Should I just yeah. drink the bathroom ta- tap water or is, is this complimentary water? I don't know. Yeah, like unless you're in Flint, Michigan or northern Alberta, you're probably pretty <laughs> safe to drink the drinking water. But yeah, no, what I mean is this hotel has these bottles of water and I've never been in a hotel where it had the price tag on the bottle of water. So what I think is a whole bunch of idiots drank all this bottle of water and then they got this huge bill and they got so mad that the hotel was like, fuck. We'll just put the price on there so people know how much it is. Big fucking letters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same thing. Like, I've gone to hotels before and I go to check out and I have $400 worth of pornography on my fucking (laughs) bill. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Charge it to the work account. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing. (laughs) I didn't know that shit cost money. It's on the internet for free. Yeah. Why would it not also be free on the television set? Because, yeah, exactly. You're in a hotel. You're like, I'm going to watch TV or porn on my TV because I'm in a hotel and it's a special occasion. I'm not going to watch it on my phone in the bathroom with the water running like somebody. who. (laughs) So I've heard people do that. Maybe. I don't know. Andrea doesn't listen to this podcast, right? We've clarified that a number oh, yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah, like, guess. whenever she hears the water running in the bathroom now, she'll know that you're in there jerking it to Pornhub. Or, well, or just marveling, marveling at the guy's stretchy spines <laughs> <laughs> getting the sore back. It's like, maybe the reason your back gets sore from porn is because you're watching it hunched over on a toilet. She's like... <laughs> Dale quit watching porn and come out here. I'll be like, fine. It's kind of depressing anyways. <laughs> my back hurts. <laughs> it just makes me feel old. <laughs> You're like, hey, how do you feel your age? No. Watch this porn video. You're like, yeah, I'm very old. I fucking. So we talked about how I went to visit my internet girlfriend in Pennsylvania. I yeah. went bowling. Yeah. I saw your score, by the way. Five strikes. Dude, five strikes. I got a fucking turkey for the first time in my entire life. And I was like, I was so proud of myself because I was like, I hope she's impressed with my like 10 pin bowling. Yeah. And all her friends were there. And everyone was like, who is this suburban dad coming and bowling (laughs) like a champ? But I actually uh, like severely fucked my back up from bowling because apparently. Do you know what I like to call a turkey? What? A Xander Cage. Because it's three X's. And Xander Cage is the character from Triple X the movie. And I had this whole thing because I'm in a bowling league and I was going to like, I was going to scream Xander Cage. The f- <laughs> After I thought of this, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to scream Xander Cage when I get a turkey. And it legitimately took me two months before I got a turkey. And then I finally got one and I was like, <gasps> and it just like, I can't now. It's so it dumb. Took so long. <laughs> yeah, because it took so long that the hilarity of the moment passed. And B, I'm in the Vancouver Chinese Bowling Club, and I would definitely have to explain it to everybody in earshot who Xander Cage is. Like, I had to explain it to you, and you've seen Triple X. Yes. And a decade ago. When I don't want to sound. How is that movie? Oh, it's very old. It's probably 20 years. I don't want to sound like a racist, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure 60 year old Chinese people have not seen Triple X. Or. Are familiar oh, that was enough, presumptuous. Or are familiar enough with Triple X to know that Xander Cage was the character name of Vin Diesel in the first and third Triple X, but not Ice Cube in the second Triple X. I've only ever seen the first one. 
I haven't watched the one. Thank you for that deep dive on triple X movies. Also, I'd like to say that we should just replace. I don't want this to sound racist with what I'm about to say. Definitely sounds racist because how do you know? 60 year old Asians aren't watching, aren't huge fans of the triple X movie franchise. Yeah, that's weird. Pitch black. That's not a triple X. Was that not true? What was that one? That was that was a standalone movie. And then I think it was Vin Diesel's first starring role. But it did so popular, they handed him the reins of that character. And he got to basically outline the next movie. So it went from a sci-fi survival horror movie to a superhero outer space fighting the overreaching of the tyrannical religious Right. And it was called The Chronicles of Riddick was the second. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. Okay. That wasn't Triple X. No. And it's like, I don't even know if there's a movie and a sequel that have less to do with each other than that. Then Pitch, was it Pitch Black and, or Pitch Dark? Pitch Black. Maybe Pitch Dark's a video game. I don't know. Perfect Dark was a video game. Yes. That was the James Bond knockoff. No, that was going to be a James Bond And then movie. they lost the license. And they pulled the license, so they put a girl in there. How, how good was Nintendo for doing that, like Rare, for doing that, what, 30 years ago? Pretty, definitely ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah. Good job, Nintendo. Yeah. I don't I even totally know what forgot f- where we were. Fuck we're oh, talking you were about talking about bowling. Anymore. Or you were talking about fucking your backup on bowling. Yeah. That was it. And then we were talking about the porn throwing the back out there. Yeah. And we were talking about watching porn in hotel rooms. And we were watching talking about hotel rooms because Tyler Perry was blown away by the cost of water in hotel rooms. Yes. And that concludes this segment. This is going to be our best episode ever. Hey, you know what else happened in some random... Is St. Louis in the east of the U.S.? It's kind of like... Uh, it's like the center. It's like the dead center is part. It- like it's Eastern-ish. Can can you tie that to Philadelphia? It's uh, yeah, like it's also a, a major U.S. city. Hey, you know what else happened in a major <laughs> U.S. city besides you hurting your back bowling, <laughs> Derek Bowling? Nice, Dan. Oh my God, Derek Bowling. <laughs> yeah, that joke was made multiple times. Also, by like every time I, so it happens every time I go bowling, but it also happened this time. People are just like feel compelled. Like no one has ever made that connection before ever. Dude, it's that's my fucking hilarious. Last name. It's my fucking last name. It's hilarious. It's great. It's I awesome. should join your bowling league because I feel like just based on my last name and yeah. the fucking game I just bowled. Yeah, the five strikes in one game. I've done that once all season. Yeah. And the season's like eight months long. I mean, I need to probably be trying to impress my internet girlfriend. So she'd have to be there also. Yeah. Uh, what was your final score of that game? Oh, it wasn't. Uh, after I took that picture, I just, like, shit the bed. It oh. was, like, 180-something. That's still... Just still pretty good, I Really feel like. fucking good. Yeah. It's better than I've ever... Well, I bowled 204 once. Holy fuck. Once. Holy fuck. But 180's really good. How is... Two, is 204 not, like, a perfect game? <laughs> no, a perfect game is 300. Oh, shit. That's a strike in all... 10 frames and then three in the 10th frame. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I didn't do that. Do you want to, you just fucking botched your own segue. So. No, you botched my segue. You see your thing you put on there. It's like the bagel thing. Oh, the bagel. Uh, yeah. So, so anyways, I was trying to link St. Louis to Philadelphia because my shitty grasp of us geography 
has those two like right beside each other on the map. Where the fuck is this guy? Where's the original tweet? Uh, Twitter user Alex Krautman. Alex <laughs> Krautman? That name could not sound more racist. Krautman? Krautman. Very German. Uh, today I introduced my coworkers to the St. Louis secret of ordering bagels bread sliced. It was a hit. Posted a picture. Two fucking boxes of bagels that have been sliced like bread. Vertically and not horizontal. Like you usually slice a bagel horizontally. Yeah, right there you go. The so I want clar- to clarify. Not like sliced it the way that would make sense, but yeah. sliced into like little. It looks like he was going to fucking put them on like an hors d'oeuvre platter, which what what is this? Why you know do what? we have to do that? You know what I got to say? This is a great idea for charcuterie platters because then you can have like like artisanal bagels instead of se- instead of like dry crackers. Yeah, or you just get like a baguette which is yeah. I think traditionally served with charcuterie. Yeah, that's true. See, I would feel so much worse eating a bagel if it was sliced like bread because if you get a bagel and it's sliced in the middle and you get, like, fucking cream cheese and all the junk on it, then it just feels like fucking, like you're eating, like, a burger-sized sandwich. But if you get it, like, sandwich loaf-sized, you're just going to feel like you're eating, like, a mini loaf of bread and just feel shitty. What yeah. Are you, what are you smirking Sorry, about? I just saw the best, <laughs> the best reply to the picture was, yeah. this is anti-Semitism. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, a lot of people had a lot of very strong reactions to this. Like, I don't, what? No, you say your point. I was gonna. It's, uh, I mean, (laughs) I'm still laughing over the (laughs) idea. Uh, yeah, it just seems like it, like a fucking really, if you want little tiny pieces of bread, there's other ways to do it without running a fucking bagel through a bread slicer. Like, why? Oh, my God. I just thought of the best segue. Philadelphia cream cheese. How did I sleep on that? What the fuck? Do you want to walk it back? Try again. We can splice it in. Go for it. Okay. Hey, Derek, I know that you hurt your back bowling in Philadelphia. Do you know what else Philadelphia is famous for? What, Dale? Cream cheese. Do Do you know what you put cream cheese on? I don't, Dale. Bagels. Let's hear some outrage about bagels, Dan. <laughs> See? I don't know. Oh, I feel like the perfect. original one was better. Oh, uh, my, the reason I just thought of Philadelphia cream cheese was this is just a conspiracy made by the cream cheese plant. Because if you slice a bagel the way you're supposed to, you only put like a little bit of cream cheese on it. But if you're slicing it like a loaf of bread... And you put cream cheese oh, between each slice. Oh, that quadruples the surface area of oh, the bagel. Dude, you know You'd be putting so much cream cheese fucking, on those motherfuckers. You would just like go into a cream cheese coma after that. I feel like based on that, I'm kind of more in favor of it now because I do think that the toppings on the bagel are the more delicious part of the bagel. Like yeah. nobody's just like, oh, fucking plain bagel. Like, let me eat that with nothing on it. Yeah, they were like, they would be like, ooh, like... It's like a bread donut that's all crust. So by doing this, you get to maximize your topping area. Yeah. And you can put more shit on it. And everybody wins. I kind of want to eat a bagel 
sliced like a loaf of bread with cream cheese between each slice once. Because I know once you have that, that's going to be like eating half a cheesecake. <laughs> you're just going to be fucking like – you're just going to be like doing that thing where you're like, oh, why did I eat that much? Oh, oh, like that thing where you talk and breathe like the oldest white person ever. <laughs> what was the most – or like – so back in my drinking days – if yeah. I went to like a wedding, yeah, or I went to uh, an all-you-could-eat buffet, yeah, I would attain a level of full that I basically called "can no longer get drunk full" because <laughs> there was so much food inside of me that it didn't matter how much I drank that night, I wasn't going to get drunk because the food would just be a booze sponge; it would soak everything up, and I just like I couldn't get drunk. Oh my god, that sounds like the best feat of strength I've ever heard. It was like, no, it was awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> you feel shitty from all the food you just ate. And then you like drink three times as much as you normally would. Yeah. And you still, you just feel like repulsive. And do you still get a hangover? Oh yeah. 100%. Oh my God. This sounds like the worst body. thing ever. But yeah. It's just the worst. Uh, okay. Well, I want to, uh, first off, if you made it this far into the episode, thank you. If this is your first time listening, go back and check out an earlier episode because they're normally much, much better than this. Are they though? Shh. Don't say that. They might well, be listening to the other episodes. Right. They already left and went to the front. <laughs> right. Because they obey commands. Me. And, like, and everybody else listening to this episode who's been here before is like, no, they're not. Yeah, no, they're not. At like, all. This, is, this is just like more of the same. Like, they haven't talked about Will Smith yet. That's the only thing that's not like other episodes. We, got, we normally do that in the last 15 minutes. So oh, give that's it time. true. We'll find a way. Yeah. Second of all, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a celebrity drugging people with an interesting plot twist. Anything that, Dale? You're just looking at me. No, I, I didn't want to step on the sizzle. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, no, that was pretty pretty spicy. We'll be right back. <laughs> In a lavish rabbit hole with no... And we're back. Ladies. Or one lady, I guess. As you teased right before the break, like, I guess it's only like 15 seconds ago for them, but for us... Oh, a like, lifetime for us. Yeah. I made Dale sit through an awkward phone conversation. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. It was perfect. Derek talking to his girlfriend and saying how much he misses her and... Being with her is really sweet and touching, so gross. So, do you want to talk about Cardi B? Yeah, let's take and a how she is also right into Cardi gross? B's romantic. Well, let's not say gross, but okay. So, uh, a recently surfaced Instagram video shows Cardi B saying that she used to drug and rob men uh, when she worked as a stripper. First, did not know Cardi B used to be a stripper. Neither did I. Second. Uh, the video, which Cardi says was made three years ago, made its way onto Twitter last weekend and features Cardi reminiscing about the time when she worked as a stripper, a time when she said, I'd drug N-words up and I'd rob them. Okay, first of all, that's gross. You can't just drug anybody. I don't care if you're a popular singer who used to be a stripper and female like you can't just drug people and then rob them which is even worse so here's my take on this yeah and it's gonna sound very like you know 
dipshit white man. Are you just scared to say something because she's female and a visible minority? Well, no, because I'm not. I'm not worried about the minority thing, but I am like. Like, this isn't my, like, oh, when's men's rights or men's fucking what yeah. is it? International Men's Day. This is, like, literally if a dude, if video surfaced of a male celebrity saying he used to drug women, fucking career over. Like, that's yeah. it. There's no coming back from that. Like, yeah. you are fucking, it doesn't even matter if, so men traditionally drug women to rape them. Yeah. Which, fucking awful and gross, and, like, definitely far worse than just, like, robbing someone or taking their material possessions. Yes. Fine. But a video, yeah, video comes out of a male celebrity saying, I used to drug women and rob them. That dude's, he's done. Because the the implication would be that he also raped them while he was robbing them, right? Yeah. Uh, but, so, to her defense... Yeah. She didn't, like, hire some fucking PR firm to do damage control for her, and she didn't deny it. She, like, she came right out and said the video's real, and she apologized for it. Uh, She said, I made the choices I did at the time because I had very limited options. I have a past that I can't change. We all do. I do not think she's still drugging men and robbing them. Well, no, because she's rich. So, so I don't, I don't take issue with what she did or her reaction to it. How do you not take issue with her drugging and robbing people? I don't know, dude. Like, come, like... She robbed people. That's wrong. Yeah, I've stolen shit it's before. against the law. I once, I stole a box of bacon dippers from a 7-Eleven. Didn't feel good about that at the time. That's a little bit different. Uh, once I stole a cap gun from a dollar store. Didn't feel good about that. Still haunts me. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying it's okay. Are you just saying that this is okay? Because if you're saying that Cardi B drugging and raping, or not drugging, sorry, not raping, drugging and robbing people is okay, then everything bad that you've done in the past that is dwarfed by this is just gives you a clean slate. I'm saying that she was probably in a desperate situation. I'm not saying it was okay that she did those things, but I'm like... I'm a firm believer that, like, nobody, nobody, even fucking, like, people who have done the shittiest shit, and this is why the, like, culture of outrage pisses me off so much, because mm-hmm. people who have done, like, done shitty things, like, eight years ago yeah. or nine years ago yeah. get those things, like, drug up and hung around their necks. Like, yeah. I, I am a firm believer that people are capable of redeeming themselves or changing or, like, growing into better versions of themselves. People who don't have to do that shit. Why are you looking at me? Like, like Louis C.K.? Who you constantly yeah. give me shit for? But here's the thing about Louis C.K. And this is the thing that pisses me off and I will still give you shit about this is he hasn't tried to become a better person. He hasn't even fucking apologized for the shit he did. Yeah, he did. He did. In- he did what she did. He was like, I did that. I'm sorry I did that. He did I it will in take a, a step back and reevaluate who I am as a person. Yeah, and then he came Nobody out and fucking like, like made that. jokes about it. Yeah, because he's a stand-up comedian. No, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Louis C.K. So there's you can tell when people are being sincere, right? Yeah. And I don't think he is sincerely. There's like. I'm sorry I did those things. And then there's, I'm sorry I got caught doing those things. Yeah. And I think Louis C.K. is in that, I'm sorry I got caught camp. I can see that. And Cardi B definitely seems to be in the like, I'm sorry I did that shit. Like, I'm trying to be a better person. I don't have to drug and rob people anymore. But my issue is that 
just the fucking a lot of people are treating this like it's a fucking empowerment thing for women to drug and rob men. Oh, so they could finally strike back for all the times they've been drugged? Yeah. Deal? Which whatever. Yeah, when you frame it that way, it kind of makes sense. But it's also like, I feel like we have to have kind of equal reactions, at least to the drugging part. Like yeah. robbing versus raping, two very different situations yeah. that require very different reactions from people. But the the drugging someone alone yeah. is not good. No. I just want to put out like an Outrage Factory PSA here. Women, please do not drug and rob from men. Not because it's morally wrong and you shouldn't rob people and you shouldn't drug people, but because it's an incredibly fucking dangerous thing to do. If you're at a strip club and there's a guy who goes to strip clubs to see them, he's probably the type of guy who might lose his fucking shit if he finds out you drugged him and robbed him. So I'm thinking that I'm just assuming that she did these druggings and robbings not in the protective care of the bouncers and stuff at the strip club. But like I'm just saying if you go to a man's house or you're at a man's house and you drug him and rob him and say the drugs wear off mid-robbery – You're in a very physically dangerous spot and you shouldn't put yourself in that situation. I'm not saying it's okay for said guy to hit you when he wakes up. I'm just saying avoid that situation. Yeah. Also, I would say that it's probably dangerous to just like drug people. Yeah. Because unless you're a doctor. (laughs) Well, yeah, like you don't know what happens. You, you probably shouldn't put. Yeah, like someone could have a fucking very bad reaction to whatever you've slipped them. Yeah, and then you got a corpse on your hand, and then you're not just you know a Robin Hood stripper. You're, yeah, you're not like oh this guy's rich. I'm giving to the poor. Me, you're. I killed this guy. <laughs> Shit. And now I have to drive to the desert. This isn't so lighthearted anymore. And <laughs> yeah. also, what am I going to do with this body? Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's a dude, so he's probably pretty heavy. Yeah. And Cardi B is not – she's not a large woman. She's not ripped to say the least. She doesn't look like – I'm sure she's strong. She doesn't look like she can lift an unconscious man of average weight and height is what I'm saying. And I'm trying to – well, I don't care. She just – she doesn't look like she can lift a man that's average height and weight because she doesn't look that strong. Why does it do this? What, in meters? 1.6 meters. How much is that in feet? It does that, my friend, because we are in Canada. Yeah, but we don't. Five on- foot two. Yeah, she ain't lifting shit. She is tiny. Yeah. If you're five foot two, don't drug anybody. Maybe like an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But also, PSA, don't <laughs> drug eight-year-olds. <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a very disproportionate reaction. Uh, a lot of people were like, okay, well, we should have the same reaction to Cardi B, B as we did to Bill Cosby. I don't think that's true either. Like, no, Bill Cosby systematically raped women. Bill Cosby is the most prolific raper alive today. Like, I'm pretty sure maybe Genghis Kong, Khan 
has him beat on the amount of people that he had raped, but nobody has raped more than Bill Cosby. So unless she did this for what, 60 years straight, she's not even going to touch Bill Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby is just like the Michael Jordan of raping. Like you can't, you'll never touch that. Like nobody's going to break that record. I'm pretty sure there were and more sh- prolific rapists than Bill Cosby, but like they would have been like, like serial rapists and murderers. Probably. Yeah. Like, like Genghis like, Kong and stuff or, in the past, but he's been doing it for 60 years on the down low and he's rich and famous. True. Actually, he probably got away with it a lot more. Well, he got away with all of it right now because he's still alive and not in jail. He is in jail. Is he in jail? Bill Cosby? I thought he... He's 100% in jail. I thought he got released off the last one because he was found innocent. I mean, he's like, what, 87? So it's not like being out of jail is that much different than being in jail. He was convicted, currently incarcerated at the state correctional institution is in, oh, fucking Phoenix. Sorry, Bill. Yikes. Whoa. Must be hot in there. Hope they have the AC turned up. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, when you have a person like Cardi B, who is, is she like the role model type singer for young impressionable women? Uh, yeah. See, like that's my only problem with this. Like, cause adult women aren't going to be like, well, I'm just going to go start drugging people and robbing them because Cardi B did it. But like a 12 year old girl who's like, maybe wants to act out emotionally or make a, like do a new character trait to try to figure out who she is as a person. She might see that Cardi B drugged and robbed people and be like, well, I could get some drugged and robbed people. Okay. Have some money. So, and this is probably why she's a role model is that she came right out and was like, I'm not proud of it. I wouldn't do it again. Don't, don't do it. Whereas like if you had a, um, say like a famous male rapper who, it came to light that they used to like deal drugs or were in a gang and they'd glorify that and be like, yes, you should absolutely do this. This is how I got to where I am. That she is was, a valid point. She was like, no, don't fucking do this. I was really desperate and had a really shitty time in my life. Please don't drug and rob people. Like Jay-Z who sings song about slinging drugs or rap songs. I don't know if he has any songs currently. Could you sound any more white? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. I don't listen to much rap Does Jay-Z music. rap or does he sing? <laughs> Google. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's a very valid point because there's Jay-Z, 50 Cent. Are there any other Are you aware of any rappers that have emerged in the past decade? Well, that, those guys are old as fuck. That 6ix9ine guy who's currently in jail for like 30 years. Yeah. What's his name? Tech six nine, uh, or am I just getting it, isn't it six, just six nine? It's just six nine and tech nine mixed up. Six nine. Oh yeah, it's the number six i x the number nine i n e. Let's see what he did there. So it's like six x nine nine. That's pretty good. Six x nine nine. Six x nine nine. Yeah. Oh, and uh, fucking little John went to jail on weapons charges, and then he got to have this whole redemption tour MTV show, which kind of launched his career, and he got super famous while he was in jail because that show aired, 
where he went around and he's like, I'm going to jail. I better wrap up all my loose ends. That was also like 20 years ago. Yeah. I am so out of date you on rap music. are not music. in touch with uh, African-American culture there, Dale. Oh, I found a new rap band I kind of like. Well, they're not rap band, but it's like the guy who does beats for... Oh, fuck. What's his name? Anyways, the guy's name is Tobacco. And he did an album called Malibu Ken. Oh, Kendrick Lamar with Kendrick, oh, okay. Kendrick Lamar. That guy's current. He's all there. You old. go. That's that's one you should have let off with. Yeah, but he's. I don't think Kendrick Lamar brags about felonies. Does he? Um, actually, no. Do people do that anymore? Is is he one of those weed rappers who raps about smoking the pot? He's also not really up to date anymore because he's like from 20 years ago too, isn't he? He's just still current active. Or is he like from 10 years ago? What, Kendrick Lamar? Yeah. No, he was, uh, he got really big like in the past four or five years. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking of Chaos. Wait, did Kendrick Lamar sing Crabs in the Bucket or was that someone else? No, that was Chaos and that's a Canadian rap song. Oh, Those guys aren't even, they're not real rappers. Why? Because they're Canadian? Yeah, Dale. Because they're not felons? Well, okay. (laughs) I don't want to wade into that discussion at all. So, uh, let's just put this Cardi B to rest because I'm going to go out on a limb and say that maybe our listeners aren't huge Cardi B fans. And if any of them were, we might have offended them. I mean, it would be a breath of fresh air to offend our listeners about Cardi B and their music listening to Cardi B instead of all the other stuff we constantly offend them about. Yeah. Nice change of pace. Yeah. Like insulting their musical taste as opposed to their morals. I can't really insult anyone. Like I exclusively listen to music intended for 14 year old girls. So (laughs) you're you're not going to catch me ragging on anyone's music. Doesn't it feel better to admit it now? It does. It does. I've embraced it. Do you Uh, you want to talk about something actually serious? I know you spent a lot of time researching this. So yes, please explain it to us. And by spending a lot of time researching, that means I read one wired article so every all the information that's I research, got baby. just came from Wired. Which, that's research. That's a pretty smart magazine. Is it still a magazine or is it just online now? Do they still print? Yeah. I mean, it would you be, can still find print magazines. It would, no, I mean Wired specifically. It'd be pretty ironic if Wired, the magazine specifically about technology, still made an archaic print-based product. So in the EU, when... When does Britain stop being part of the EU? Does anybody know? Yeah, it's like 40 days. Like, does anybody know what's actually going on with Brexit? Yeah, Brexit's actually happening in 40 days. Wait, countdown to Brexit. Oh, you know what we're all going to learn is that online petitions don't really do anything because there's that online petition to redo Brexit, the vote, and it has like 6 million signatures and they're all just like, nah, fuck you. We already voted. Oh, two days. Online One day, 19 hours. Oh. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, my God. We should have just had a special Brexit episode. We should if we understood anything about it at all. All I know is they're super racist. They didn't like the Syrian refugees, so they voted to leave the EU before somehow 
immigrants from other countries would ruin their economy. So they're just like, let's just ruin our economy on purpose. Before one do it. swoop. It's like people when you're like, if you're in a relationship and you're like, I think my boyfriend's going to break up with me. So I'm going to break up with him first before yeah. to win the relationship. Or it's like you have a pie and you're like, Somebody might eat this pie. So you throw it in the garbage <laughs> so nobody can Take eat your a pie. shit on it. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing. This is a bit of a tangent, but uh, yeah. my favorite thing. Wait, wait, wait. A tangent? <laughs> do we do tangents, sir? Welcome to Tangent Factory. Uh, they had a segment where they were interviewing a bunch of uh, British people yeah. who took advantage of Britain being part of the EU to, like, just travel – like open borders, yeah. travel to Spain and live in Spain for like six months every year. Yeah. And they were interviewing these people and they're these old fucking white British people yeah. who voted in favor of Brexit and it's slowly dawning on them that it means that they can't do that anymore. They can no longer just jump across the border into Spain when they feel like it. And they were like, if we had known that at the time, we might have not voted in favor of Brexit. But it's like, <laughs> you're a fucking old white idiot who voted because you're scared of brown people coming to your yeah. country. And meanwhile, you're like, oh, and this is what really pisses me off about like right wingers in general yeah. and people who are opposed to immigration is that they're in favor of immigration when it benefits them. Yeah. But they're wild, like wildly opposed to it when it means that other people are coming to their country for like actual opportunity, not just because it's a fucking nice place to holiday. Yeah. It's like Canada where most of even the white people are second or third or, or less generations from some country in Europe. And they're all like, yeah, there's no more immigrants because uh, all the good ones are already here. Yeah. And it's, my favorite thing about Brexit is it shows everything that's wrong with democracy in real time. It's like, <laughs> let's give everybody a chance to vote. And then someone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. are they going to be educated on what's actually happening so they can make an informed decision? They're like, yeah, I'm sure they'll take it upon themselves <laughs> to inform themselves what they're voting for. And then you have these people, like you just said, the ones living in Spain who are like, yeah, it'll just be better if we do that. And then it's like, no. Not only do you have to not go to Spain for six months, you have to stay in Britain for winter and you're probably going to be poor because you crash the economy. Yeah. And you can't – and you're like – what is it? The pound? They're going back to the pound instead of the euro. Or is, was the euro a thing? The euro was never – like you could use euros in Britain, yeah. but they were, they were still the, uh, the GBP, the uh, Great Britain pound. Yeah. I think it's called. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, so they're, they're fucked. Like they've spent the oh, last like God. year kind of trying to waffle on this thing and be like, <laughs> is there any way for us to get out of it? Uh, and now they're basically just like, fuck, guess we're going through with it. And, uh, yeah. if you plan to order, uh, you know, shit from a British business or a British brand, give it two days. You'll get that shit for dirt cheap. Yeah. Cause the pound is just going to fucking tank. We should get into stocks and buy pounds? No. No. Like that would be the – after Oh, after the crash. Yeah. After it crashes, we buy pounds when it's cheap and then you hold on to them and then you just get fucked. And then you wait like a decade for Britain to be <laughs> like, OK, we've gotten rid of all the brown people. We can rejoin the European <laughs> Union now. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, inflation has ruined these pounds anyway. <laughs> Okay, uh, so all right. go on your go on your article thirteen. So 
What the EU just voted was uh, copyright laws for the internet, and they voted basically they're way more stringent with their copyright laws. There's Article 11, 12A, and 13. And you've probably heard a lot of people talking about Article 13 because everybody's scared. It means you won't be able to have memes on Facebook and the like anymore. So basically what like Article 13 is online content sharing service <laughs> content. <laughs> Can you pronounce content again? <laughs> I don't know what content is. It's been a while since I used my smart reading voice. <laughs> I'm a little out of practice. For actually reading word in words. the background. And it's, it's, it's a two-syllable word. It should be easy. Okay. Now I'm all self-aware. Okay. So anyways, <clears throat> online content. Thank you. Sharing service providers and right holders shall cooperate in good faith in order to ensure that unauthorized protected works or other subject matter are not available on their services. So... Basically, what that what is happening is the EU just voted that if someone breaks copyright laws by sharing stuff they don't have rights to on social platforms like Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are culpable and partially responsible for these things breaking the copyright and actually appearing. So what this article is telling them to do is um, – they have to have some sort of upload filter where if these people are going to upload something, it has to go through this filter be to make sure it's not copyright. And the problem with this is YouTube already has this problem where people are trying to upload stuff and it keeps telling them that they're breaking copyright even though it's their own video because everything's run by AI right now. Yeah. And – AI is extremely stupid and it can only be as smart as you compute it to be. So this is just going to be a huge fucking slowdown because everybody's going to try upload something. It's going to get rejected and then they're going to have to somehow prove that it's their original piece of art. So all these people are – and another thing that this is problematic for is sports – like this is just the EU, so it's just soccer right now and nobody really cares about that. But part, uh, another part of this law is Article 11 and this um, – oh, no, wait. Sorry. Article 11 is the news aggregator sites where they say if you take a link from a newspaper, like a newspaper's website, and you put a little blurb about this news story, you're going to have to give them – like you're going to have to pay them for using their content on your site because once you go over a certain amount of words, it counts as like using and benefiting from that. Yeah, by the way, I found out all the songs we use on our so – there's actually not a rule that says you're allowed to use up to 15 seconds of a song for fair use. That's oh, not, really? That's not a real law. So we could technically be sued uh, – not sued – I mean, they could sue us if they really wanted to, but more likely they'd just like pull all our episodes down if they ever put the uh, DMCA stuff on on podcast platforms. Well, what we could do is we just have to go back and edit the songs out. Yeah. And put Dale playing a synth for. Oh, my God. And then we could have <laughs> me singing our 
fucking theme song. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, you, you did mention the YouTube example, which is like, again, it's fucking awful. Cause it does, it does catch a lot of like, I understand why it exists sort of because people do want to protect their shit. But, but like you said, uh, a lot of these businesses that want to protect the um, the copyrights are cheap as fuck. So they just trust a computer algorithm yeah. to figure it out. Whereas, like, if you're, you know, the music industry yeah. or the film industry, yeah. maybe less so with the art industry. I don't know how much money they make. Um, but you have a lot of fucking money. So pay people yeah. to go... <laughs> Yeah. And like manually screen these things and determine whether they're they're copyrighted or not. One like this is like a far off into the future thing. Like because we were talking about the kids watching videos on net on YouTube. And was that us? We were talking about that. Yeah. And I was, yeah. And I was telling everybody to just go to Netflix because nothing is put up by users. So therefore it's all screen and stuff. So we might see shit like YouTube die because they'll just. Because the way YouTube works is everybody puts shit up and then YouTube is just kind of like hosting that. It started out as just a place to host that to be up and they now they're going to have to make sure everything that goes up onto the site is meeting a certain criteria. So they might even just have to get rid of the whole situation. Like they might have to put in gatekeepers, which are actual people who have to screen all this stuff and go up because right now the way Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and other stuff works is the only way stuff gets pulled down is if it's flagged by a user or if the AI happens to catch it because, and like AI is getting smarter and it's easier to detect. Like that is the thing about AI is that it does progressively learn and get smarter, but we're still like five to 10 years away from it actually. Yeah. And not just picking up on, like, you can have very derivative songs yeah. that are kind of, like, knockoffs. Yeah. Like the... Fuck. What's an like example rap. I'm looking for? Like the Dr. Skipper <laughs> of... No. <laughs> or, yeah, sampling versus uh, actually just being, like, a straight-up... Yeah. Yeah. Like, using 15 seconds of it because it's free. Yeah. Which isn't true anymore. But, Derek Boland, I'm going to tell you... Like I started talking about it before I got mixed up with Article 11 talking about sports. But another thing, I think this will affect us the most if this ever comes to Canada in our fantasy hockey pools, your fantasy football pool. And I'm now in a fantasy baseball pool, which I know. Do you even watch baseball? No. (laughs) I know zero people in baseball right now. I know one guy just signed a. 10 or 12 year, $414 million contract. And if I would have known baseball players got paid that much more, I probably wouldn't have tried to be a baseball player. But anyways, what I'm saying is article 12, a of this new law. I don't even know what the law called. It's called some like a uh, digital single certificate enterprise or something anyways. But article 12, a deals specifically with sports. So if you go to a sporting event, the only people who can release pictures, images, and video pictures and images are the same thing. Pictures and images, you say? Yeah. Pictures. Images. GIFs. 
and full video. The only people who can release that stuff is people who the sports league, the sports people who licensed it. So this might go so far as you can't take pictures at the hockey game and put them up on social media. You can't repost gifts of nice hits or like uh, bloopers in fucking chat on Facebook anymore. So I don't know. Like this is this all sounds like super draconian shit and. It sounds like it's pretty bad, but it's going to be pretty hard to enforce any of this. So I'd wager to say that we're not really going to see this enforced for many years. And also, like, it's only in Britain, or not in Britain, it's only in the EU. Not Britain anymore! (laughs) (laughs) And all they really care about is, like, soccer. So. Yeah, and hooliganism. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean... How many soccer gifts have you watched? Not many. Fucking boring. Oh, look, here's a gif of nobody scoring goals because that doesn't happen. Hey, do you like videos of guys who are better looking than you running? Yeah. How about watching 90 minutes of it? Oh, the game's not over. The ref just added however much time you wanted to. 40 more minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like they have a penalty. And instead of just stopping the clock like every other single sport – the ref just counts in his head on his fingers. He's like, all right, we stop for about one minute there. And then they stop again. He's like, all right, that's like a minute and a half there. And then at the end, it's just like, so we probably stopped for seven and a half minutes. So we get seven and a half minutes of extra time. And everybody's like, sounds good to me. This is a legit sport. Let's do that. Let's just add some arbitrary amount of time that the ref told us to. I mean, it doesn't matter that it's arbitrary because no one is going to score any goals in that time anyway. <laughs> they'll just run aimlessly on a huge fucking field, and then it'll come down to penalty kicks, which are the easiest thing in the world because you're kicking a tiny little ball at a fucking giant-ass net. Yeah. And, like, maybe one goalie will get lucky and, like, accidentally fling his body into a ball or one of the shots will just go, like, wildly wide for no reason at all. And that's a soccer match. Yeah. Like, what's a wicked amount of saves? Like, 10? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? I bet the only reason people watch soccer is because there's British announcers. And they're like, this sounds smart. Like, it's got British people. They just sound so smart when they talk. That's why I like this sport. Like... You should just get British announcers for hockey, and then it would sound way better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. While this whole last segment was unfolding, I was actually uh, getting into a Chick-fil-A debate with people on Twitter uh, about Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And that's now- something you should be arguing about because... <laughs> You know what was funny? Uh, Being in Canada, we don't have Chick-fil-A. We don't. So I don't know why the fuck you're arguing about it because it's like you eat it once once a year. No, well, no. I've spent a lot of time going to the States now. Oh, ladies. Well, (laughs) fuck you because you don't get to it anymore. (laughs) Ladies. Ladies. Derek eats Chick-fil-A and goes to the States a lot. Kate, enjoy that. It's delicious. Isn't it just fried chicken? Yeah, it's fried chicken, but it's really good fried chicken. They yeah. have, like, really good chicken sandwiches. Think of the best chicken you've ever had. Yeah. That's Chick-fil-A. Or the best, like, Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich you've ever had. Yeah. That's Chick-fil-A. But with waffle fries. Am I blowing your mind yet? Anyway, it's delicious, but they also have this, like, long-storied history of 
uh, spelling their name wrong. Well, they're yeah, but who gives a fuck? They uh, they're owned by like a very religious guy, very yeah. religious family. So they're they're all closed on Sundays because that's the Lord's Day. That's the one fucked up thing. And then they also donate money to charities that are like maybe not super in favor of the gays. Oh, you mean all religious charities? Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember when we were kids and shit was still closed on Sundays? And how dumb that was. And we're like, why are stores closed on Sundays? Yeah. Because in small town, Enderby and Salmon Arm, like, imagine explaining that to people. Like today, you're like, oh, we can't go to the mall. Why? Or the mall was always open. What would be like a good store that was closed? Oh, like grocery stores used to be closed on Sundays when we were little, little kids. And then they started being open seven days a week, but had like reduced hours on Sundays. So my problem with Chick-fil-A is I thought it was Chick-fil-A because I had never heard it said out loud. That doesn't make any and sense. And it's not here. And then I thought Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A were two different things because I only heard Chick-fil-A and I thought it was spelt the way you spell filet, like F-I-L-E-T. Like I thought that's what people were talking about, like Chick-fil-A. I was like... I've never seen this restaurant. And they're like, it's this one. I was like, oh, that's not Chick-fil-A. And they're like, dude, you're an idiot. And since it's their fault that I look like an idiot, not my own, I hate them. So I I will never eat them. Yeah, you made Dale look like an idiot. I don't care. Which is something he doesn't accomplish on his own at least a dozen times every day. Exactly. And, I mean, apparently we're not supposed to judge people on their religious stupidness, so... Are we allowed to say Chick-fil-A is not allowed to do stuff according to the religion? Well, no. So people were getting mad at me because I actually quite enjoy their chicken sandwiches. Yeah. I will, like, make an effort to eat there whenever yeah. I'm passing through an airport that has one in it. And Oh, airport fast food. What? That's all you Please. got? That's all you got. What else are you going to eat in the airport? Fucking bag of trail mix? Tim Hortons if you're in Canada, No, fuck no. I would rather eat dog shit than Tim Hortons. I would, rather eat, I would much rather eat Chick-fil-A than Tim Hortons. Yeah. I'd probably almost rather eat any fast food than Tim Hortons. There you go. Tim Hortons is cheap, and it also has disgusting coffee. So it's like – and they're always open. So you're like, I guess I'll just eat Tim Hortons. See, the worst thing about – if I drink Tim Hortons coffee before I get on an airplane, I am shitting on that airplane. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So I'm not drinking Tim Hortons coffee before I get on an airplane. That is not the Mile High Club – that you want to be a part of. Also, because we're going full circle on this, how long were you and Andrea dating before you could poop with her in the same building as you? Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Derek, there's enough. a reason I was single for 11 years. Yeah. And that's because... I should have known you were the wrong guy to ask. I never bought into all that stuff. Like, people, like... I maybe held in farts like when we were in a car for a bit because I wanted her to have sex with me. But like even like I would never like poop at a girl's house on the first date type of deal. But I would never be like you where you're like hold it in and don't let her know you poop because I don't know. You're ashamed of poops and you think women will get scared. Yeah, I just don't want – my girlfriend to know that I do that. Yeah. I would rather her think 
I'm like some superhuman god who recycles his feces into pure energy See, you're, or money. You're missing out on the best part of a relationship. And that is when a woman pretends you don't discuss her in everything you do. So like when I first started dating Andrea, I would go to poop and she would just like bite her tongue and not say how gross she thought it was or like tell me to like fucking light a flamethrower in the bathroom and just like get an exorcist. Now it's like, <laughs> now it's like, I don't even close the door to go in and she's like, turn the fan on, light a candle, burr, 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 do all this stuff. Like when I, when we first started dating, I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She's like, okay. And like willed herself not to be disgusted by me because she still liked me enough to pretend that I wasn't a disgusting human who does disgusting human things. So you got there eventually. Yeah. But I was, I never like held in poops for girls. Okay. Which in retrospect, if I had a time machine, I could go back in time and be like, don't hold in poops. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still, I still do it. So I'm like, I would, I would just, if I had a time machine, I would honestly go back in time and be like, you're beautiful. Don't change anything about yourself. <laughs> and then I would be the exact same person I am now, except for I'd have a lot more confidence. <laughs> That's true. Actually, That's a win-win. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode of Our Factory. As always, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at whatever.com slash OutrageFactPod. Yeah. For both of them. I think it's just you go to Facebook. Just OutrageFactPod. Just just search OutrageFactory. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably already a fan. Just use the search function. No, we're finding new fans all the time. I mean, you're probably a fan. (laughs) You're probably already a fan. Did, Uh, Did you know that people in Japan listen to this? Yeah. That's crazy. Lots of them. Yeah. I wonder if they get it translated. Maybe Who knows? Maybe they're just like, I don't know what they're saying, <laughs> yeah. but it's hilarious. These guys have great voices. Yeah. Very soothing. It's probably better that they don't get it translated, and then they just like laugh when we laugh at they're, our own jokes. They're probably just like playing us as the backing track in some like weird sex club. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, wherever you get your podcast, please uh, listen, subscribe. Wait, no, you're already listening. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Yes. Uh, tell your friends about us. Share this episode or one of our better episodes. Yes. This is the best episode. Uh, oh, if you have some spare money in your wallet, you'd like to kick it over our way for like, you know, we do actually pay money to bring this shit into your ear holes every week. Yeah. As tragic as that is, uh, head over to, to Patreon, uh, com slash outrage factory and, uh, throw, throw some dollars our way. And if you give us money, we can stop going to the strip club and drugging dudes and robbing them because you gave us money. So yeah, that it. That's it until next week. Stay angry. Stay angry.